Hello, the internet, and welcome to this special Black Friday episode of the Daily Zeitgeist, TDZ's favorite things. I'm Jack O'Brien. Yep, you are. Oh, cool. I'm Miles Gray. Hey, what's up, man? And we're also joined by... Anna Hosnier. Whoa, it's her. Uh, so guys, it her. this episode, we're doing something a little different. Uh, we are going to talk about some of our favorite things on this most consumerist of all days, uh, the Black the Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, of, yeah. And but then like you got, stuff that's really special to us. Got your Cyber Monday coming up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, just it's a feeding frenzy out there, folks. Uh, I don't... I don't have to tell you. You've seen the local news reports about people just beating the shit out of each other to <laughs> to get to those flat screen sales. Um, so, classic guys, America. My, my things are very daddish, old man things. Uh, Miles's are also very on brand. Very daddish for me too. No, yours are super on brand. Uh, and. <laughs> Anna's are... Everything is miniature. Any, everything is miniature. <laughs> Just joking. Uh, well, why don't you talk about uh, your first Super Producer Anna Hosnia? Uh, speaking of miniature, uh, my first favorite thing, if you will, is the world's smallest vacuum. Mm. It's a hand vac that's really tiny. It's about the size of your hand, but it's perfect for picking up those little crumbs when you don't want to pull out that... Uh, that giant hand vac you have? Yeah, wait. <laughs> what, what, what makes this better than a regular sized hand vac, which is also a smaller vacuum? Because I use it to vacuum the crumbs off my laptop. Right, but what, why can't it. I just use my regular sized hand vac for that? Because then you have to go get a giant hand vac. I know I keep a saying giant, giant one. <laughs> you Hold on, what's this? your hand? This what's your regular hand vac? This basically starts from like? the presumption that other hand vacs are giant. Well, once you use this tiny one that's very convenient and you can take it everywhere with you and clean yeah. up after yourself, you'll realize all these hand vacs are actually monstrosities. Uh huh. It, it does look like one of the hand vac, like a hand vac that's been put in a shrink machine yeah like you microwave it yeah turn it into a keychain <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i'm curious anna what is your day-to-day hand vac exactly is it just a shop vac oh no i mean i have i think i have like a dirt devil and okay, then i have I'm just one making of those sure the way uh, you talk about it i was exp- i was picturing well, I, something so cumbersome you're well, like i, can't I have use two this. Uh, one for animal hair and one for... Human hair? Um, human remains. Human remains, yes. <laughs> One for animal hair, one for human but let's remains, be real, one for food. Basically, I have them for cat litter because my cats are monsters. Oh, yeah. See, that's why you need a, one of those little mats that you put in front of the litter box. I have that, but for some reason, these mother... And, and the worst part is the litter box entrances are all faced towards the wall, and yet they somehow yeah. can get the litter from across the room. Hmm. Yep. I hear that. I don't care about any of this as a non-cat you have kids. owner. Kids yeah. are like cats from you what I understand. But only the child... youngest one goes in a litter box. True, yeah. but you yeah. can give your child a tiny hand vac and they'll just think it's so fun and they'll clean up everywhere. Oh no, they do. Yeah, yeah. Ramsey loves vacuums. <laughs> okay, well yeah. there you go. Give him a small yeah. one. He'll be like, perfect, they made one for me. Actually, this leads into my first pick kind of perfectly. Uh, because mine is the opposite of a vacuum. It's a corded leaf blower. 
Oh. Uh, specifically the Toro cool. Powerjet F700 140 MPH. Uh, this this <laughs> bad boy comes in at a cheap $57, which is half uh, what other leaf blowers cost. Uh, gas leaf blowers are illegal in L.A., uh, so Why? I got to plug in one. And it's surprisingly powerful, and uh, kids... Kids really, my my son really digs it. Are you doing a, a lot of? We're both confused. What you do? Do you like to do a lot of yard work or something? Yeah. What's it for? Did, is that to, how you clean up your kids' toys with a leaf blower? Yeah. <laughs> Just get. And you can clear the dishes at the end of a meal. <laughs> Just. Perfect. Works for everything. Blow, your home is. That's why you need a tiny vac. Now, if you have a driveway or like any paved area, it's great to just clear that shit off. It's good yeah. for if you have a lot of if you have leaves that fall anywhere like um, on your property. It's good to just like get them off, and you, it, it looks a lot better. Yeah, May it looks a lot better, and it it starts looking a little pristine. May but, I ask why? Cordless ones are illegal in LA. Uh, gas powered. Gas powered. Oh, ones. gas powered. Yeah. yeah. Why? I don't know. Because it's bad for the environment? Probably bad for the environment. Also, like, up in people's faces with exhaust fumes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't know. Uh, That is, that looks, yeah, that's it. That's the the one. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. By Uh, the way, guys, we're putting all these items in the footnotes. So you can spend all, you can buy your son that leaf blower he's always wanted for Christmas. I mean, so my son is so into the leaf blower uh, action that he walks around pretending that other things are leaf blowers. That's what he does. Like, hell yeah. For (laughs) playtime, which is, you know. Hell yeah. Why not? Why not? Get him started on a new career idea. Uh, Miles, how about you? What's your first pick that oh, involves sucking and blowing? Mine is uh, called the Suck Blow. <laughs> All right. Uh, and what it is, it's actually called Kabetsukun. And it's a Japanese device that I like to cut cabbage with to make it razor thin. I love eating cabbage. <laughs> See, these are things you're gonna. This is this is why you tune into tune into these episodes. Mm. I eat a lot. I like cabbage, and I like to cut it very thin, kind of like if you go to a Japanese tonkatsu restaurant. Like cabbage is like a very uh, traditional side for tonkatsu, uh, for fried pork cutlet for those who are uninitiated. And it's a very. I I just it's like how I get a lot of my vegetables. I just love cabbage, and this cuts it so thin. You put it on top, and you sort of swirl it around like a shaved ice machine. Mm. But the cabbage comes out like an angel's hair. An angel's armpit hair is so feathery and light. Right. But it smells like cabbage. But it smells, I don't know. Does it I smell bad? I guess raw cabbage doesn't really smell. It's yeah, more the cooked cabbage. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it all depends. Oh, I think you can um, soak it a little bit to get a little bit of that uh, smell out. But for me, it, <laughs> I love it, baby. Mm. And this is a very, like, look, I know it's a, it's a device that is mostly sold in Japan. You can sometimes find them on Amazon. Uh, but they also have different. So if you want this style, right, you can find like Japanese style vegetable peelers or a mandolin, really. If for anybody who just has just general cooking items in their kitchen, the mandolin, uh, mandolin is how you get those very razor thin cuts of like vegetables and things like that. The mandolin is not an instrument from medieval times. Okay. Uh, or I don't know if it's like goes that far back, but it's like that huge. It looks like a washboard that has a blade on it, so you just go like you just uh, run it down, uh, and it just uh, a lot of people injure themselves on there because you get too casual with it. The the shit will cut you. 
That's also good. You can also get a cabbage slicer. I also have one of those. Uh, Anna oh, keeps yeah. showing me things on Amazon. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's just one of the things because I really like if if you see my Instagram from time to time, I, I'm cooking every now and then. Mm. Uh, but that's Keep just cooking. That's a simple dish, man. You just want to get your vegetables in. You know what I mean? Get you some thin cabbage. Mm. Very uh, on brand for me. Anna, what's your next item? You know, thanks for asking, Jack. Um, I'm going to pretend I'm on. What's that? QVS? <laughs> QVC. <laughs> QVC. Yeah. Um, you know, this is something I bought a while back and then ended up buying for my father. I started recommending it to everyone. Uh, it's those acupressure mat and pillow set. It basically is a mat that's what? like covered in spikes and a pillow that's covered in spikes. It's wild. It really hurts if you accidentally step on it. But if you like lay down either shirtless, whatever, if you're a woman, sports bra, whatever, shirtless, live your life. Um, it helps just release a lot of pressure and like you start to immediately relax if you lay on it for 10 minutes. It's like a pin cushion? Yeah, it's it's the most comfortable thing. I, I have one I just lay on see, it when I'm like stressed that, out or like I have a lot of tension in my back. Mm. What is that? What are the things? What are all those circles? Like They're little, little spikes to like, uh, um, you know, it just hits pressure points. Oh, to that's help. like the old the, the nail bed I sleep on. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But it's, you know, like acupressure. So it like hits certain um, points in your body to kind of like release, like eases tension. It just gives you it make, it's it works so well that like within 10 minutes of laying on it, you don't feel the spikes and you're I mean, you feel them, but like it doesn't hurt. And you're like very relaxed. Like you could sleep on it. It hurts to step on. Well, yeah. If you're casually just walking through the house and you have it left out, I don't recommend just stepping okay. on it because it hurts like a motherfucker. Okay. But if you lay on it with your back, yes, there's a few minutes of hurt. If you can't handle the hurt, wear a t-shirt. Mm. Can't wear the hurt, handle the hurt. Put but on a shirt. But then if you lay on it, it's uh, yeah, it's it's really nice, and it's like you don't have to pay for acupuncture. You can just lay on it. Just roll I mean, out your mat. Yeah, and the pillow is good that you can actually, you can put it on, your, you put your feet on it if you're having some tension in your, you know, like when you get that like a muscle spasm in your foot, it really mm -hmm. helps. Just release. Oh, it's just nice, you know, guys, let me tell you guys. I mm. lay on it. I feel good. Oh, wow. We've, I guess we've, I guess we know your secret. Yeah, and I got one from my dad and he loves it. It's really nice. Nice. I mean, you and your dad seem like very different people. So if you guys... But we both, both have it. Yeah. back pain. <laughs> yeah. All right. For my second pick, uh, I'm going with the DeWalt 12 amp what? corded electric leaf blower. What? <laughs> <laughs> How many leaf blowers do you have? All my picks are corded oh, leaf blowers. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd believe it. <laughs> I know. My shit's so old. Uh, so my second pick is Bruder Toy Trucks. For, Bruder, for what's a Bruder? for the kiddies? Zapruder toy trucks. Zapruder brand. What's a Bruder toy truck? Uh, it's just like toy trucks, like you know Tonka trucks and shit like that. But Bruder actually, like you can get replacement parts. Like you can order away for replacement parts for a toy. That's yeah, like, for do they a ride toy. around on it? No, or no, it's, it's like just a... like it's got moving parts. And oh shit! Like so, my son has an excavator, which is one of those big scooper things. Oh yeah, like these. Yeah, Those exactly. Are cool. You can uh, order the parts? crane truck. Yeah, that's tight. the crane truck. I've ordered a replacement part and fixed it. And it's very—they're very simple. Like they're simple machines, but you feel like you're fixing something when you when you it's, order the replacement part. It's funny to imagine it. you being like, "Yeah, I got to go work on the car in the yard <laughs> or the, in right. the garage," and you're just working All on right, a Let tiny me get underneath this car. thing real quick. <laughs> yeah. Let me see that's right. Gotta uh, change the oil. <laughs> 
wear an old white t-shirt, roll up the sleeves. With a uh, pack of Marlboro Reds in there. Yeah. Do you, uh, hey, kid, pass the wrench. <laughs> it's one of those toy wrenches. <laughs> He's like, God damn it. Like, what happened? But, I mean, so kids are, like, at least my son is really into construction sites. Like, we'll go to construction sites and just, like, watch trucks work because mm-hmm. it's just oh, like yeah. it and it is actually like once you kind of view it through a kid's eyes like it's really dope like just watching the machines work and yeah. also it gives you a little appreciation of like all the work that i take for granted usually that goes into like buildings that are all around us um so yeah. yeah i think my brother lucked out because my dad's a civil engineer so we got to go to work sites all the time and like hang out oh, on the actual lucky. trucks and stuff and and uh, I was always fucking around with my Tamagotchi. I didn't really care as much. Right. But, like, yeah. I would, you know, my brother got to, like, ride around in them. And, and then yeah. we got to be, like, the first people to walk on bridges as they were built because my dad is careless. But <laughs> he'd be like, come on, let's just go walk on it. Yeah. <laughs> He's, He's like, like, using you guys as testers. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, but we haven't tested it yet. What do you think they're doing? <laughs> oh, my God. But it was cool. Like, it's a cool thing to grow up with as, like, a for a boy to be like, my dad will just take me to work and I can, like, hang out on trucks. All right. Uh, anyways, Bruder toy trucks and taking your kids to construction sites for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, bo- both things that I like. Priceless. They're on my list of favorite things. Uh, Miles, what's your second pick? Uh, well, since you were talking about leaf blowers, I'm talking about how I'd be blowing on these leaves. Quite uh, literally. <laughs> shit. Uh, they're, Wait, so, do you just blow on the weed when yeah, you smoke it? Get oh. super high. Hell like yeah. that. Weird. Nah, inhaling's for narcs, I was dude. doing it wrong. Um, so... I am, I hmm, smoked a lot of blunts in my day. How do I put this my way? I love to smoke blunts. Uh Uh, But smoking tobacco with the wacko tobacco, not really good for your lungs. (laughs) Wacko tobacco. Uh, So I've been slowly, I've been getting off the Dutches and Backwoods and Swishers, and I've been doing more hemp wraps, uh, which is a very healthy alternative because it's not tobacco, uh, and they have CBD in them. I don't really know if that really matters because you're puffing on you know, high levels of THC. Uh, but there's one brand called High Hemp uh, ones that I really like uh, because they roll high the hemp, same. High Hemp. Yeah, then it's off, off to work we bump. Yeah. Uh, where it has the same look and feel of the blunt without the guilt and the health risks of smoking so much tobacco. Um, and yeah, I just, it's it's been, you know, I so don't it's know. it's like organic how many people- blunt wraps? Yeah, they're organic. They're made out of hemp leaf. Mm. Uh, so it's like pretty much uh, the best thing you can do if you don't like smoking joints or whatever. Because I, you know, I'm, I'm, look, <laughs> I'm not against joints, but I prefer blunts usually. And this helps me maintain my feeling of being in like, you know, a mid 90s golden era New York rap video. Right. Uh, and still, uh, still, still keep my, my health. So uh, in is mind. it the tobacco that is bad for you? Like the That's what they say, man. They're really? trying to people are trying to malign the tobacco, man. Right. But I had always heard uh from my friends who work in the tobacco industry that it's what? the smoke that is bad for you and not the fact that it's tobacco. Well, smoke, I mean, but. there's definitely for the amount of people who smoke weed and the uh lack of like real hard lines of it being like, you know, uh yeah. super carcinogenic. Yeah, that's true. There's something just about tobacco that's just inherently worse for your respiratory system. Right. I wonder if there's anybody this who's addicted to nicotine, but the only way they get it is through blunt wraps. 
Just smoking a blunt. Just rap? smoking blunt. That's I mean, a sad way. I have a bit oh, of like a... you yeah, like you inadvertently just, become addicted to nicotine to, because of smoking blunts. Blunt. You're addicted I, to oh, blunts because of the nicotine. I have friends who started smoking cigarettes because we smoked so many like we were oh, smoking really? a lot of blunts. Yeah. I I have a thing where I I don't smoke cigarettes, but I I put tobacco in my my joints. I make spliffs all the time, and it always makes me think like you're I'm, so European, don't you? Know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. But I also think I'm like I'm kind of low key addicted to cigarettes in an indirect way by yeah, like continually was... putting tobacco in my spliffs and i don't really like to smoke just plain joints which is <sighs> why too intense it's the addict in me man is it too intense no i just think it's just so packed you know it's like what loosen it up what do you mean i just like how i like how tobacco in joints smokes better i think it just smokes better that's oh, all, a personal preference like I just, it's just how I've always been. I'm so European. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. I guess you're just so re-European. I'm just so re-European. The first time I was like, someone uh, gave me like a rolly that had like hash in and stuff mm-hmm. or like mixed, you know, 50-50 blended joint. I was like, why? I'm like, do you not have enough weed? And they're mm-hmm. like, no, it's just like li- less intense. And I'm like, I'm here for the intensity. So. But it's, I don't know if it's less intense. It's just a it's a slightly different high. Well, I yeah. That, well, the nicotine will definitely get your head light. A buzzing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As I, I know from I don't, packing lippers. I don't like, and when I have been to Europe where people like roll a cigarette and sprinkle some weed in it, it's like, what are you even doing here? Yeah, that's, right. that ain't You're, doing nothing. That's stupid. We just like to have. Sorry to all our European people. Being fans. an edge lord. <laughs> have four or five cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, four or five cigarettes. Two or three bottles Wait, of wine. Who's two, this two, European Jack O'Brien? <laughs> get some sausages. <laughs> <laughs> that Nick Kroll character yeah, from Kroll yeah. Show. <laughs> All right. Before we get to Anna's next favorite thing, uh, Miles, I want to talk to you about ExpressVPN. Oh, I... hey, Miles, it's me, Jack, from work. I... W- what? Yeah, Jack? Me, over here. Hey. Hi. Uh, so... I don't know if I told you this, but recently over 100 million people had their personal information stolen in a mage data breach. I Yeah, we talked about this. You're talking about Capital One? Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure I was affected. There is uh, a good chance you were. Well, yeah, 100 million people. I'm, I Hopefully I make the cut. And I did. And I think that's one of the reasons why you have to be really careful about your data and having all of your sensitive information protected. And it's not that hackers just go after companies like Capital One or these other places. They will also come after you, the little guy. They might hop on your Wi-Fi. They might be trying to get you through a, a hotel lobby Wi-Fi network. Yeah. That is why I use VPNs. And that's actually why I use ExpressVPN. They'll come for you anywhere, bro. They oh, don't yeah. care. Uh, well, you can make like $1,000 from selling someone's information you know, on the dark web. Yeah. Okay. So that's why, obviously, big celebrities like you and I, right. uh, with these net worths that are like, whoa, whoa. the people Watch are actually out. Googling on networth.com. Yes. When you g- search my net worth on Google, it says, who? But <laughs> you can get, look, that's why you also have to protect yourself because they go after everybody. Yes. And you guys, you can use my special link, my special little link, expressvpn.com slash TDZ right now to arm yourself with an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show and keep your information safe. That's expressvpn.com slash TDZ for an extra three Three. months free. free. And now it's time to bring Anna back in to tell us what her next most favoriteest thing is this holiday season. 
Now, guys, this is going to blow everyone away, but it's a Lodge Silicon Hot Handle Holder for your, that's right, you guessed it, cast but, iron. Oh, what? what? No. It's uh, it's one of those silicon holders for your- Look, is uh, it for your butter, isn't it? It's for your cast <laughs> iron, because your cast iron gets hot. Oh, to put on the handle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you just put on the handle. Wow. So you don't have to continuously be grabbing a mitt to pick it up, because it's impossible to clean right. or use. It's honestly, why are we even using cast irons? They're so hard to fucking deal with. Right. It's but like, surely don't that wash won't this. fit on the handle of my cast iron stove pet, uh, pan. What do you mean? Does it not? Does it fit on the end of all? Yeah. Okay. That, I was just teeing you up for that. Yeah, saying it's adaptable. You yes. cannot be on Q, QVC with this. Come on, man. It's <laughs> like on. improv, baby. You got a yes and. Yes. And, and it's mm-hmm. great. Yes and you're wrong. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> it's wonderful. It, 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 Are you cooking with a lot of cast iron? Uh, we have multiple cast irons in my home. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to use them because I hate cleaning them. <laughs> They're yeah. so hard to clean. So uh, my partner, Zachary, uh, he cleans them all the time. And yeah, so he oh, most yeah. I mostly make him cook in it while I watch over his shoulder. The plural of cast iron is casts iron, not cast irons. Um, <laughs> Wait, really? No. Okay. Damn it. I was about to punch you. What else is there? I got a. Uh, I got my next is a children's book author, Mo Willems. The plural Mo of Mo Willems. Willem. Uh, Mo Willems. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know Mo. You know Mo? Uh, yeah. You're a fan? No Mo than most people. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, so he's got this series of books called uh, Elephant and Piggy Books. Uh, to it's an ele- about an elephant and a pig who are friends. Uh, who just have conversations with one another, and I don't know, they're like meta, they're really smart. Like one of them's called We Are In A Book, uh, where the two oh, characters no. freak out about the fact that they're in a book and uh, can make the- And plead with the child you, to set the them readers free. say whatever <laughs> they want. Uh, they Well, they do have like an existential crisis when they realize the book is coming to an end, but uh, oh, no. then they realize How that they can just ask you they're to like, read it over again. They're like, please, if you're reading this, save us or <laughs> right. we'll die, you We're sick done. fuck. You're just going to let us fucking die in this book. What? Oh, you've read it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, told you, I know Mo. That's... Gave him the idea. We were smoking weed together. Uh, but he's pretty... Uh, you know, uh, he's got all sorts of skills because those aren't the only like those books. He's got he's got those books. He's got uh, these don't let the pigeon books. Pigeon presents. Are, mm. yeah, yeah. Pigeon presents. Who's uh, the mystery reader? That's right. I love that one. Uh, but I am invited to a party. That's one of them. Yeah. Hell yeah. Or time to pee. Who could forget that one? Well, and who can forget such greats as. Time to pee. And let's go for a drive. These are great. I And these. waiting is not easy. Or even in uh, bilingue, ¿estás lista para jugar afuera? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's tight. Great one. Yes. So yeah, that's that's one. Is there a reason why, I'm sure you've seen many children's books. Is it yeah. because it's even for you, you're kind of like, ha, this guy's I mean, clever. shout out to everyone. Like Dr. Seuss and... You know, re- really changed the game like in the 60s because, oh, like, some of, some of the books from like back in the day that were like classics and when my parents were kids are like just complete hot garbage. There's like one called like Pet the Cat, and it's just a cat, and it's like Pet the Cat, help Susie like change the drapes. It's like C Spot Run type shit, basically, huh? 
And Dr. Like with Dr. Seuss, they like started bringing artistry to it. And now there's just all sorts of really great children's books, authors. You got another book called Naked Mole Rat Gets Dressed. The yeah. rock experience. Hell yeah. I like the one about the it's bird. It's a vinyl album? The bird on your head. Oh, love bird on your head. Or the the, the pigeon needs a bath book. Yeah. Man, I, was, I remember bath books. And your kids like these. They're oh, like, yeah. hell yeah, dad. Read them And your up. kids think Classics. this is good. There's also Nuffle Bunny, uh, oh, which is good. Oh, what's that? That's one where uh, this kid basically has a stuffed animal that he brings into school, but then forgets it there. Um, oh, God. You hate to see it. You do. hate to see it. You really hate, hate to, to see, see it. it. God. Um, the pigeon stuff is really hot right now. There, there's just like these people who have like an in, innate sense of like what's going to appeal to children that, you know, with Disney, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like that stuff is fun and mysterious and entertaining but like this book don't let the pigeon drive the bus where the pigeon's like hey can i drive the bus right and the kid's like no and the pigeon just tries to convince the kid to let him drive the bus is the kid driving the bus no no the kid is just put in charge of driving the bus by the Mm -hmm. bus driver uh the bus driver is an adult is an adult and And he's like hey will you watch this bus for me for a second well i have to go do something and the pigeon like pops in and is like hey can I drive the bus? It's interesting that in hey, popular man. culture, we've decided that pigeons are dirtbags. Yeah. Because yeah. they are. Like, we don't trust a pit. Like, we're like, ah, pigeons, those are rats with wings. Let me wings. tell you, yeah. this, like, is, wow. this is the best thing that's happened to pigeons since Mike Tyson. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Now, the, Kith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's a really lovable kid. But, like, kids, like, just see this character, and they're like, the pigeon. They, like, freak hmm. out. That and... uh uh, the minions are like the minions really are just like hacked into some part of a children's brain that like is... I think because their shapes are easy to understand it's like right it's... Well, I and I bet you can draw a minion real easy as a kid but yeah I think so... I talked on the show about how we were like scrolling past that uh, despicable me movie and my son who had never seen a minion before is like I want the yellow guys like show me the yellow guys like and just has ever Bring since that to me now. been um, obsessed with the minions, but he calls them the yellow I, I have two things about minions. One, I believe Ian Abramson a while back tweeted that they're just a metaphor for the uh, pharmaceutical pill industry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then two, I know someone who knows the guy who create like the animator who designed the minions, and they told me that he's very minion esque. Like he acts like a minion, oh, that's kind awesome. of. Like it's somewhat based off his own weird. My one year old over the like top behavior. Doesn't he? Yeah. And so this adult must act like a one year old. Yeah, like he's got he's very minion like. shitting his pants. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, he doesn't speak English. He's always like running into himself. <laughs> yeah, he always runs into walls. Yeah. He's got uh, these great ideas though. Miles, what's your next pick? Uh, it's a video game. Oh, shit. Uh, and I've been no. playing a lot of games this year from FIFA to Division 2. Shout out to all y'all who was playing with me on there. I uh, was playing Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which was such a massive letdown, but I'm loyal to the franchise, so I slogged through it. But this game was such a good, refreshing game to play after that, and it is a Star Wars game because I also love Star Wars, and it's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Now you say, what the fuck is that and why should I care? Well, what is it? It's a video game where you're a Jedi. Why should you care? I don't know. If you don't like Star Wars or video games, you might want to just skip this part. However, the thing that's really great about it, it's like this game where you're a Jedi and right now the Jedis are gone and we're trying to rebuild the Jedi 
uh, the Jedi Council, and this dude who's like working in a scrapyard is low key a Jedi, but he's not. He's trying to keep it on the low because the Empire's trying to get rid of everybody who's like Force sensitive. Mm. And then he starts coming back into. He starts remembering all his powers and shit, and you're just fucking it up with a lightsaber, basically. However, like there were past games like with the character Starkiller that EA had where you could just like button mash and you would just like wipe out everybody. Like nothing could mess with you because you're very powerful. This game forces you to be a little more patient as you play. Forces you. Thank you so much. You caught up. You caught that one. Um, Like normally in a game like this, if you've played like Arkham Asylum or like the Mordor Middle Earth game that they had, that Lord of the Rings slasher game, like you could just hit block or something while people were attacking you and it would instantly block and you could just get right through it. This, you really have to actually think like you're fighting someone with a sword and time things. And it kind of re-inspired that feeling of a challenge of a video game. Like I remember when you play like Mario or something, you could always like, you'd always get to a point in the game where it's like, I just can't get past this fucking thing. And you realize through repeated trial and error, how you like actually navigate it. Right. Whereas now like, games are a little bit easier or unless you're playing them in a super hard setting where this one, like I respect the mechanics of it and it got me, I wasn't like rage quitting. I was getting upset that the game was hard, but it still, it was like, you know, caused a bit of a flow state where I was sort of like, no, like it's just enough of a challenge where I know I can get through it. uh, And I do. And it feels great. Combine that with the high hemp blunt wrap. I mean, and the cabbage salad. (laughs) You got yourself a Saturday going. It's why I've been stuck on Paper Mario on Nintendo for 19 years. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, boy. What are you you better at video games while high? I don't know if there's really any way to test that. I mean, the only time I really play against other human beings, I am high. Right. So I really wouldn't know. So the only uh, way to test that would be to play video games not high, and not you're just high. not interested in doing that. Yeah, well, no, I, I am. I, I just it all they just kind of go together. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Uh, as I completely melt time away. Uh, but I mean, ask people who play me against FIFA. You know what I okay. mean? You might get me once, and then something happens inside me, and then I beat you five straight times, and then you don't want to play anymore. The force. It's mm. the thank you. The force was awakened within mm. me. Anna. Mm-hmm. What is your next? Thank you so much for asking, Jack. Uh, my next uh, item is the Good Grips 3-in-1 Avocado Slicer. Oh, oh, I thought this was another handle thing. No? <laughs> okay. So this is, so we already have something for slicing cabbage, but mm-hmm. now we're going to be cutting up some cado. Yes, this is a 3-in-1. Some avocado. Some it, free uh, shavacado. What? what is shavacado? It's that vine where the woman's reading a Del Taco sign. It says fresh oh, avocado. Right, but right, like the right. spacing's Shavacadu. all weird. It's like free shavacado. Hell yeah. <laughs> so with this uh, three in one, you can split it. There's like a knife feature. You can uh, slice. Quit it? Uh, yeah, you can quit it. And then you can, there's a little uh, hole where you can put it like with grips where you can pull the pit out. And then it has like the little... Uh, like a jail looking sort of situation where you can uh, scoop it out while making like the easy slice. Jail looking? Oh, you mean because it's like vertical slicing? Bars. bars. There's bars. Okay. I'll let you, you got your head in the criminal justice game. (laughs) Yeah. Even when you're fucking with avocados. It's three in one. It's really, I, I have one at home. I use it all the time. It looks for my avos. It looks like a thing you'd show a baby boomer. Yeah. And you go, what is this? Right. Mm -hmm. Of course you kids are, yeah, of avocado cutter. Of course. Mm-hmm. Wait, does the top blade? That's the actual. That's a blade. Yeah, I mean, it's the... not super super sharp, but it 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 can uh, do the job of cutting through an avocado. But you kind of need a. The best way I feel like is when you have a really sharp knife to cut an avocado in half because it just goes straight through that rind. That's oh, that's what you do. 
You Use cut it. through the. No, I know you eat the peel off with your teeth first. Oh. Yeah. No, that. Well, most people look to each their own avocado. Right. You're not supposed to eat the skin. Of the I avocado? don't personally. No. I don't eat the skin. Huh? Are you supposed to? What about the pit? I don't eat the pit. Oh, but I eat do. The pit. Huh. You must leave <laughs> the pit in if to you keep do, the color nice. Yeah, to uh, keep it fresh. So if you're only eating half your avo, don't get rid of rare. that pit. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Even guacamole. If you throw the pit Whoa, in and like, cover it, it helps it. It's key. That could be a total urban legend, but I always do that. Same. Cool. Urban legend. The rest of mine are pretty uh, blowing up balloons and not tying the ends, just letting them go all over the room. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's one of your favorite things. That's just a thing you like to do? That's the thing I like to do with I, my kids. I have a feeling that was number one and you got all self-conscious because <laughs> you were saying actual things. You're like, ah, this leaf blower. Now, what? is there a type of balloon you like to do that with? No, just any balloons. Okay. It's just a it's just yeah. a blast. A free way to pass an hour with your kids. Is... Are you finding yourself enjoying it because your kids enjoy it or you are recapturing your childhood and go, Man, this is kinda tight actually. No, it's... I blow up the balloon, I let it go, and it, it, you don't know where it's going. Yeah, just like you start empathizing with your kids so you're like having fun because they're having fun. Yeah. And yeah, you just don't know where it's gonna be, so you're trying to catch it before it hits the ground. That's a little game we play. Um oh, hell yeah. It's, oh, catch it before it hits the ground? Yeah. Oh. That's a classic. Yeah. Um, Even as an adult, I will get dangerously into that. Like, yeah. I will break my head open so that balloon does not touch that ground. But it's truly unpredictable, the path the balloon will take. And <laughs> it's like a little game of uh, Russian roulette, which I've also played with my kids. And uh, they don't like it as much. Mm. Uh, Scary for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh like deer God. hunter style, you mean? Also, kids are into like physical media. <laughs> like, there's a my kid has a CD player that he's like really into. Like, loves playing. Is CDs it your old it. CDs player, or it's, I think it's it a baby like my mother-in-law's old. CD oh, but it's player. like one of those things where like a kid. I remember I used to like this one old. My dad had this weird thing where internationally you could put. Uh, this is the weirdest thing. It was like a a tone dialer. So mm. you would put it to the microphone part of a, a receiver mm. and you could pound like so you didn't have to touch the keyboard or something. You could press the numbers because the sound of each phone number is good enough to like program whatever phone number you're trying to call. It. Look, I'm not a telecommunications expert, but this is just a, a stupid toy I would put on. I would dial the phone with that on it. Oh, wow. And I'll call my friend. So rather than dialing on the keypad, this little dialer you put to the mic part and go, you know, 818 whatever it was. Yeah. Um. And that was just a stupid adult toy that I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. So cool. Is yeah. he listening to CDs on there? Yeah, he's listening to CDs. What CDs? No. He's got? Uh, some Korean music. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's some listening to some uh, Beat Buds. Oh, hell yeah. Listening to uh, The Chronic. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he's listening to... Onyx. Yeah. Did the... you get him a Lubega CD yet? No, not yet. Oh, that was Lubega? my favorite as a kid. Oh, you know he would love is Immortal Technique. <laughs> oh no! Dance with the that. devil. Nope. Yeah. I okay. Think, yeah. I'm not familiar with this guy, but I mean, if you if he's as good as you say, if it's what you say, it is. If it's what you I love, especially it. In maybe the, some November. Celine Dion. I'm just going over all the CDs I had as a child. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the Baz Luhrmann Romeo Dazz and Juliet effects. soundtrack. Maybe the Soul Food soundtrack. He's got yeah. a pretty good playlist though that we've we've. I had compiled. a great uh, Radio Disney mix that was yeah. all Mickey and Minnie singing covering songs. Yeah, it was insane. Shout out to uh, they might be giants who are still uh, making music for Disney. Really? Yeah, they make children's music now. I mean, that's the wave. You yeah. think of how many people just pivot to that and they're like, it's actually the biggest check I've ever got. And it's also like when you listen back to their old music, 
they were always making children's music. Yeah, it was it Triangle Man or yeah, something? Yeah, Triangle Man, Triangle Man. And then like Little Birdhouse in Your Soul is like a song about a little blue uh, plug-in light-up bird. It's oh. pretty silly. Uh, Miles. Yes. What's your next? My next. Oh, where am I on this list? Oh, uh, this is for all the sneakerheads out there. Oh, shit. Uh, this is just, it's a thing I've been using very frequently this year. Uh, because I, I like my shoes to stay as clean as possible. Um, I already talk about how I use the Jason Mark cleaner uh, for my sneakers and has, have everybody in this office using it now. And many listeners, shout out to y'all. I'm still waiting for uh, so, some kind of free something, Jason Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's another product that he makes called Repel. Okay. And what you do with this, it's a stain repellent and like water repellent. When you get your shoes new, I know you want to wear them right away, or some of you don't, but I hit them with this, the Repel. You, do, you, you coat them once, let it cure for 24 hours. Coat them again, let it cure for another 24 hours. If you want to do a third time, you get that cure, right? Your shoes are basically scotch-guarded. Just and wow. stomp around in shit. It oh, yeah. doesn't matter. Stomp around in shit, medical waste, <laughs> motor oil. It doesn't matter. <laughs> medical um, waste. But it doesn't like, matter. No, but it's like a really good... Uh, product, you know, I just I, I stand by it because it makes it gives you just a little bit more protection for your sneakers because especially in this day and age, we want our kicks to look crispy. Mm. Okay, that's not my fault. Can I borrow that for this evening? Can you borrow it for this evening? What well, do you I, mean? I have a pair Miles of shoes been, coming. Like lending this shit out, like it, it's pretty it's, much out. Like at this it's point. a car. I used it twice. Like, the Sophie first person used to ever it. buy it. Uh, someone else used it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like twenty dollars, right? How much is it? Yeah, what, what does it matter? You know, what do you put in on that though? Right. It's seventeen dollars. It's seventeen dollars, oh, so we should just buy our own. Cause I, I, my instinct was to ask you to borrow it too. Borrow it? I don't care. Shit's almost done anyway. And plus, you know. Well, what? I get to borrow it first. Okay. Well, I'll decide. And first, I'll see. Uh, I'll determine who gets to borrow my bottle of Repel through a series of tests of strength. Wait, should yes. we fight club for it? Yeah, but in my own way. <laughs> Because now I'm in control. You seem weak today, Jack. <laughs> today, today. <laughs> yeah, who can build the mo- uh, who can fold the nicest paper airplane that goes the furthest? Oh, That's how we we'll oh, test it. With Jack shaky hands. All right, but he's got hey. kids. You got to teach them kids. Yeah. Yeah, but I understand aerodynamics. My both my parents are engineers. Well, hey, okay, we'll put it on the line then. <laughs> Jack wow. just sarcastically <laughs> rolled his eyes and wobbled his head like, oh, cool my guy, I just fill up balloons and let them go. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's pretty fun. Because I I like the unpredictability <laughs> of physics. I don't you, try yeah. and control it. You just like want you order, your you nerd. Engineer nerd parents. It's all about chaos theory, man. That's what that balloon is. That's right, bro. Uh, <laughs> hey, you guys have others? Uh, I have one more that I I don't own it, but boy, do I look at it every other day. Um, it is the uh, pop up hot dog toaster. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I don't know how I found this, but yeah. basically, it's a toaster to toast the hot dog and the buns together. So you yeah. don't have to like cook them in water or however you cook them on a skillet. So you just put them in the toaster, turn up the heat, you know, put it down or push it down. I know how toasters work, and then. And then it you just cook your frankfurter you just cook and your a bun. Hot dog. I mean, it's it, it, it's very much what you are picturing in your mind. It's so truly absurd. It's been on my wi- my Amazon wish list for a but very it long looks, time. It's got that look of like a retro refrigerator, like mm-hmm. yeah. retro pi- appliance. I think that's probably one of the things that makes it appealing. Like it feels like, yeah, I remember when you used to eat a couple hot dogs. Yeah, it's 
who I don't know who was like. But what kind of what size Franks can you put in? Because it looks like it's only made for standard yeah. size like ballpark Oscar Mayer yeah, ballpark so, Hebrew Nationals, maybe I Nathan's. Mean, who knows? I have yet to. What's your but favorite? I mean, if you're getting a fine sausage and put it, trying to cram it in down a fucking, yeah, no, that's thing. disrespect. But could you imagine? I'm like, that's how I cook my fine sausages in a weird. Or I just, I imagine you toaster. trying to cook other shit in there, yeah. like dishes that aren't meant to be in there. Mm. It's like, yeah, it's my spaghetti warmer. Yeah, like, I, it caused just, a fire. I personally, I was never really raised with hot dogs, so now I like love them. I think they're just like the most simple American food, and I love to eat them. I love to put some ketchup, mayo, relish. Um, and it also came from like my childhood obsession with hot dogs at Costco and my parents always being like, we don't need it. You don't need to get a hot dog right now. We're going to go home and eat our normal Iranian yeah. stew. Oh, you're too good for Tadig now? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. But as a kid, you're like, come on, can I just have a, a, a hot dog? So, um. My mom said they were, she said it was poison. I mean, yeah, that's my parents would be like, it's, it's preservatives. You don't need it. Uh, basically and now, that's how she described every American food. Yeah, like so why now, I couldn't eat it. Now I'm so fucked up in the brain. I'm looking for toasters for hot dogs. I see. I'm. A, I love. Be careful what you say. Gross, no, to your kids about. Yeah, I love. Like that's why I eat tuna helper. Because my mom was like, "Are you from a trash planet?" I'm like, "Maybe." <laughs> I like tuna helper. I like fucking shit. And I just every every gross food is like my thing. Because my parents or my mother, especially, because she was you know trying to be as yeah. conscious as possible, but also being Japanese, like was also like, "We'll eat this Japanese food too." Right. You don't mm. need. Oscar Mayer cheese hot dogs, which I love. They're oh. disgusting, but the cheese-filled Oscar Mayer, yes. bro, I could eat that shit. Cheddar, cheddar jalapeno, baby. That's too fancy for me. I just like the gross cheese. <laughs> American up. cheese. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a cheese. It's just like the cheese yeah. dog. I eat that shit with one fucking slice of Wonder Bread. Mm. That's my bun. Don't Goodbye, sir. Call me Bun B. Don't gotta tell me. Mm. Honey. Miles, you have any others? After that, pff, fuck. I know. How are you going to talk about that? What the fuck am I going to do? Mean, we clearly have a winner. Hot dog toaster. Yeah. They said that there's no right or wrong favorite thing, but Anna clearly hit the the correct favorite thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Hot dog toaster cooker. I'm surprised it wasn't on Oprah's favorite things list. Seriously. You think What's her deal? Or I bet the goop Oprah. List. I bet Oprah and well, first of all, Gwyneth Paltrow is probably convinced that if you ate a hot dog, you would die. Mm-hmm. Right. Like immediately. Yeah. Yes. From like some kind of sodium whatever blah if blah, you blah. fed a hot dog to your child she would probably call child protection oh yeah service. cps yeah. is on speed dial yeah but feel free to put a stone in your vagina hey yeah. that's called health and wellness <laughs> my man uh yeah. and but i think with oprah i bet she just like would eat a hot dog like very ironically right? yeah like at a, a baseball game where she's like look at me engaging with the poor with the hoi <laughs> polloi <laughs> yeah she would think it was a lot of fun. With though. the proletariats out here. Look at me. I'm just like you. And we're all like, okay, Oprah, what are you doing? But uh, yeah, so. That's it. Is anyone else got anyone else? No, nah, I'm just, now I'm just thinking about that cheese dog, actually. <laughs> I think I might literally go buy some and completely debase myself. Uh, mm. Your mom's no, ears not are debased, burning. To enrich myself, to go to my highest level of existence, the highest plane of consciousness. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, happy Black Friday. We won't be doing a trends this afternoon because uh, I'm eating cheese dogs. Miles is going to be eating cheese dogs and 
Uh, you just don't deserve it. And let's be real. It's not actually Black Friday we're recording this. Yeah. Whoopsie. It's ahead of Black Friday. Yeah. We're recording this on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Actually, we, we all came in on Thanksgiving. Uh, but yeah, hope everybody's having a, lo- a lovely long weekend. Uh, yeah. go, go out and buy all these things for yourself, your loved ones, us. And uh, all the links are in the footnotes, footnote. so you have no footnote. excuse. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday with more podcasts, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.